on today's episode, we're going to talk about some of the statistics that exist in the rescue world. I'm going to be referring to a website page from Shelter Animals Count. It's a national database for animal sheltering data, and according to their website, they're actually the most trusted and current source for animal sheltering data. They have a number of reports about the rescue world on their website, and the most recent one that they have is from quarter three of 2023, and I would love to explore it with you throughout this episode so that we can really fully understand the numbers behind the problems that we're looking to make that positive difference in. Hello, hello. Oh my goodness. I am so excited to welcome you to the first official season of the Pups Abilities Podcast. Whether you have been around for a while, maybe you've listened to all 41 episodes that I had come out in 2023. Maybe you're completely new. Maybe this is your first ever episode that you're listening into. Welcome. I am truly so unbelievably happy that you're here. Getting to connect with people that care about animals in the way that I do and you know, are like-minded to me in the pursuit of wanting to make this world more beautiful for them. Connecting with people like you is something that just, I can't even put into words. I'm so grateful for it. It is so powerful getting to connect with you all and getting to have conversations with you guys, whether it's here on the podcast during a conversation that comes out as an episode, whether it's in the DMs on Instagram. I love getting to chat with you guys. I love getting to connect with you guys. Before we get into the topic of this episode, I really quickly just wanted to give you guys a little bit of an idea of what to expect from season one of the Pups Abilities podcast. So we're going to talk about the main focus of the season in just a few minutes, but this season is going to be released in parts. So if you're here right now and you're listening in real time from the time that this episode was released, it's January 12th and you're here and you're, you know, listening in on that day. You are listening to part one of the Pups Abilities podcast season one. And there are five episodes that are out for part one, and there will be future parts as well that I will be keeping you updated on over on my Instagram page. I have not released any information about part two just yet, but if you follow me on Instagram over at Pups Abilities, I'll put that spelling in the show notes as well. You'll be able to follow along and be able to know exactly when updates come about the season. And also you'll be able to see a lot of content, you know, behind the scenes of creating this podcast. And, you know, what's on my mind as as I start to hear from all of you once you start listening in. So I would love to hang out with you over on Instagram. Would love for you to come, you know, let me know what you think about these episodes and any light bulb moments that you have or maybe a piece of information that you feel like is really important that I need to do some research on and you want me to talk about it on the podcast. My DMs are open and I am so excited to hear from you. In the case that you are new to the Pups Abilities podcast, maybe you're new to the Pups Abilities world, you know, in general, my name is Jess. I'm a dog mom to Chewy. I actually became his dog mama in 2019. There's an entire episode about Chewy and his story that I recorded very early on in the Pups Abilities podcast journey. And I will actually put that episode in the show notes if you would like to listen into that to learn a bit more about Chewy. I'm an animal advocate. I am completely committed to showing up for animals in as many ways as I feel called to. It has truly become a huge mission on my heart and I'm constantly finding different ways to show up for them. And I always love to motivate you to do the same. What I've learned as an animal advocate over the last few years is that there are so many areas of the animal advocacy world that truly need our attention and truly need our impact. And we're going to be continuing to create impact in so many areas throughout the animal advocacy world now and in the future. However, there will be a main focus for season one of the Pups Abilities podcast. I'm definitely going to let my heart really lead the topics that we speak about throughout the season. What's going to make the season a bit different than, you know, 
the prior way that I was running this podcast is that with season one, there's going to be a main focus. And that main focus is going to be the animal rescue world. The reason why we're focusing on the animal rescue world for the first season of of the Pups Abilities podcast is that that truly was the area that really pulled me into this path. So I have always been an animal lover through and through my entire life, but really what, what pulled me into becoming a true advocate for animals and really stepping up and changing the way that I think about things and changing the decisions that I make in my lifestyle, changing the way that I think changing the way that I show up here on the podcast to now really immerse myself in these different types of topics and educate myself and then come back and share it with all of you. Really what led me on this animal advocacy path was the animal rescue world. And because of that, because it was the first area that really stole my heart and pulled me in to this path, it just feels really right and it feels really aligned to have that be the main focus of my first official season here at Pups Abilities. If you've been here for a while, you know that we talk about the term be kind to animals so often. Every single person that comes on this podcast and has a conversation with me gets asked the question, what does the saying be kind to animals mean to you? And that really is going to be a theme throughout this season, not only in the conversations that we have, but it's also going to be something that we're going to be thinking about during episodes. It's something that I want you to think about. What does the saying be kind to animals mean to you? When you're listening to these episodes and you're learning about things that maybe aren't you know, easy to think about or easy to feel the emotions that come with it. I want you to truly come back to that. What does the saying be kind to animals mean to you? And the reason that I say that is there's a lot of ways that we can be kind to animals. There are so many ways that we can step up and create impact for animals in this world. And the reason that I feel so passionate about saying that is I used to really put myself down and I was my my own biggest critic because I felt like I wasn't doing enough for animals. I felt like because I didn't work within the shelter system, you know, I wasn't a good enough animal advocate because I wasn't, you know, hands-on helping animals every single day of my life that I wasn't as good of an animal advocate. And, And I would really put myself down for that. You know, the people that work in shelters and work in the rescue system, they are truly amazing humans who dedicate their lives to such a worthy and beautiful cause. And I truly view them as angels on this planet, like literally angels walking this planet. Because the work that they do is unbelievably important. And, you know, for me, I love going to volunteer at shelters. I truly do. But for me, my personal calling doesn't necessarily involve working in a shelter every day of my life, at least at this point. Who knows? We all evolve. We all change. There might be a time in my life where I change my mind. But right now in this moment, I don't feel called to work in a shelter. And I think that it's important that we all kind of like connect with that for ourselves we're all animal lovers here, right? We we all love animals. If you're listening to this podcast, I know for a fact that you love animals. But now it's the question of how can we truly be their advocate? And like I just said, there's so many ways we can do that. There's so many ways to advocate for them and to create the impact that comes with that. What does that look like for you in your life? What do you feel called to? How do you want to show up for them, right? Maybe you want to work in a shelter and you're like, I'm going to go apply for every single job that pops up that looks like I can work in a shelter every day and help animals. Maybe you're like me and you're like, you know what? I'd rather just go volunteer. You can foster an animal and give them the ability to be in a home and out of the stresses that come with being in a shelter. Maybe you're going to start dedicating financial donations every single month or every quarter or every year to a local nonprofit or to one of the amazing nonprofits that we'll speak about throughout, throughout the season. 
There are so many ways that we can show up for them. And I just kind of want to share a little bit about how I'm feeling called to show up for animals right now in my life. And one of the main, main, main ways that I feel called to show up for animals right now, to spread kindness to them, to spread impact, is truly to slow down, to learn about what's going on in this world, to learn about the darkness that exists, to feel those feelings, and then to show up here and share that information with you. Whether it's here on the podcast or on my social media or on my website, I want to be able to use my voice and what I have learned and then share that with other people. For me personally, I feel most called to learning and sharing and spreading messages because I understand that for a lot of people, it's not easy to, you know, slow down and read articles about difficult things. I know how difficult it can be. And while it is extremely difficult for me, I understand that, you know, the world needs someone to do that, right? The world needs a lot of us to do that. And I feel a calling to it, so that's what I'm following. And again, I want you to really, you know, consider that throughout this season, what are the ways that you can show up for animals, right? There's so many ways. Maybe you're going to start, you know, doing meatless Mondays and eating plants more often, right? Finding plant-based proteins. Maybe you're going to go on a journey of becoming 100% cruelty-free in the products that you have in, in your house. When it comes to the rescue world, there are a ton, a ton, a ton of challenges and problems that exist within the world of rescue. Like I said earlier, there are absolutely amazing humans that dedicate their lives to helping the animals. And because of how hard they work and because of how passionate they are and because of how dedicated they are to these animals, I feel so called to help them along with the animals that are in the shelter, right? Of course, we're here to talk about helping the animals, but we're also here to talk about the people that truly allow these animals to have a second chance. On today's episode, we're going to talk about some of the statistics that exist in the rescue world. I'm going to be referring to a website page from Shelter Animals Count. It's a national database for animal sheltering data, and according to their website, they're actually the most trusted and current source for animal sheltering data. They have a number of reports about the rescue world on their website, and the most recent one that they have is from quarter three of 2023, and I would love to explore it with you throughout this episode so that we can really fully understand the numbers behind the problems that we're looking to make that positive difference in, right? I will be putting the link to this page, to this website page that I'm referring to in the show notes for your reference. If you'd like to look into it a little bit more in depth, I'm not going to read every single part of the page. And there's also actually an entire PDF report that you can download there. There's a number of different years and quarters that you could take a look at. But the one that I'm going to be referring to is the most recent one that they've released as of the time that I am recording this episode. And it is actually from the from quarter three of 2023. So as I'm recording this, you know, this is very recent. So this type of data will be able to guide us, you know, throughout this season of figuring out ways to create impact, right? We all have that ability to step up and create impact. And knowing the numbers and knowing the problems that do exist, I feel is extremely important and extremely vital to creating a true difference. So let's go ahead and explore this page together. And again, this page will be in the show notes. So if you would like to go check it out yourself, please feel free to. So reading literally word for word, I'm going to read a couple of points that really stuck out to me that I feel like is really, really important. So it says that it's no secret that animal shelters across the country are in crisis. National shelters are in their third year of having too many animals and not enough adoptions, especially for dogs. The current trend shows dog adoptions down 1.2% from 2022 numbers after shelter intake saw a 2.5% increase in dog intake. Really quickly, I just want to throw in, you know, some of my personal experience from this. So the last time that I volunteered at Save Animal Shelter was in November of 2023. 
pretty recently, and a number of employees expressed their concerns about, you know, the lack of people adopting right now and the rising numbers of dogs needing help in shelters. Like, they have been overwhelmed beyond belief, and, you know, it, it's they're noticing a difference, and they're feeling it the, as, as employees and, and as the people that are truly, like, helping these animals. They are feeling it. These numbers are reflected in the experiences that the employees at SAVE are having right now. Moving forward, it also says that the data shows a 10% increase in overall intake compared to 2021, driven primarily by dogs. Non-live outcomes, including shelter euthanasia and deaths in care for dogs, are also up on the rise, up 31% from 2022 and up 85% from 2021. Animal organizations continue to struggle with overcapacity status and urgently need community support, expressing a desire for members of their communities to adopt or foster from local shelters or rescue organizations to spay or neuter their pets and volunteer or donate. That right there reflects the point of what I was just talking about, that we all have this beautiful ability to step up and create impact in this world for animals in different ways, right? So like I said before, I am not someone that feels called to work in a shelter every single day. I do feel called to go and volunteer, but my passion really does lay here in, you know, showing up for animals by by researching really difficult things and spreading that information to the general public so that we all can come together and learn more and know more and spread more knowledge to the people in our lives so that real change can actually happen. But like this website said, the shelters are literally begging for people to help. They're begging for people to adopt. They're begging for people to foster. They're begging for people to volunteer and donate and all the things, right? So maybe you're not in a place where you can rescue an animal right now, but can you give a $5 donation? If you can't give that financial donation right now, can you maybe go give a donation of your time? Can you go volunteer? Volunteering is something that is just so beautiful and is so close to my heart. And we're definitely going to be speaking about volunteering a ton throughout the season. And it's something that I really motivate all of you to do as well. I hope that this episode is helping you feel motivated and ready to create impact in this world. If you're loving the show, I wanted to take a quick break to tell you about a really fun way that you can support the show. As many of you know, a ton of time, energy, money, and effort goes into making the Pups Abilities podcast a reality. And there's this amazing platform called Buy Me a Coffee, where listeners can buy a coffee for the hosts of their favorite podcast. And I thought that this would be such a fun way for me to receive some extra support with all of the hard work that I do put into this. And I thought it would be really fun to get the community involved with this. So I'm going to be sharing every single coffee that's bought for me on my Instagram at Pups Abilities. And I'll be shouting you out if you buy me a coffee, which is going to be so much fun. And it's going to be such a fun way for me to be able to show my gratitude to you and to thank you for your support. Like many of you, researching, learning, and diving into the topics that we talk about on this podcast is not easy for me. So seeing that you bought me a coffee would give me so much motivation to keep going. I'll put the link in the show notes and thank you in advance to anyone who does buy me a coffee. Continuing with this website page, it also says that as the rate of owner surrenders of dogs have decreased slightly, 4.3% less than 2022 and 1.1% less than 2021, stray intake continues to increase for dogs, which is now 5% higher than 2022 and 23% higher than 2021. At the same time, 3.5% fewer dogs were returned to their owners compared to 2022. Typically, an increase in strays would result in an increase in dogs returned to their owners rather than a decrease. This shift could suggest that some of the dogs entering shelters as strays are not actually lost, but instead are would-be owner surrenders coming in as strays. 
it's tough, you guys. You know, these these numbers are disheartening. I remember during the pandemic, you know, people were adopting animals because they were home and, and the shelters were so happy because, you know, all these animals were getting adopted. And now it's just so sad that just a couple of years later, these numbers are, are disheartening. You know, it, it, it is a, a bit of a, a pill to swallow. You know, it's it's tough. It, it, it doesn't feel good. The first time that I read this, it, it didn't feel good. And reading it back to you, it doesn't feel good. But I want to, you know, kind of ground us and give you some advice and kind of bring you in on how I navigate these types of things when it does feel difficult to acknowledge the darkness that exists for animals in this world. There's three steps that you can take when you're faced with information that's really tough. And that first step that you can take is to educate yourself, right? So you listen to this episode, you're here, shows that you were willing to acknowledge some really difficult realities, some really difficult numbers that exist in the rescue world. So you are here, that is not easy to do, but you did it. The next step is to feel your feelings. Do not bury them away. Do not ignore them. Do not act like it doesn't exist, right? It is so important. Feeling your feelings is one of the most important things that we can do as human beings so that we can move forward and do better for the people that we love, for animals that we love, for animals around the world, humans around the world, right? When there's things that are really difficult for us, it is so important for us to feel our feelings so that we can eventually get to a place of feeling a bit more peace and feeling a little bit more grounded so that we can take action from a place where we are ready to create impact from, right? I know that this is this is not easy to talk about and I know that there's so much sadness throughout the rescue world. But also within the rescue world, like I said before, there are amazing people who need our help. There are amazing people who need us to learn and open up our eyes and to take action in the ways that we can and in the ways that we feel called to. And there are animals that are waiting for us, right? They are the ones that are living through these challenges day in and day out. I just read those numbers to you, those percentages, those statistics, right? And we all don't feel good about that, but there are real animals within those numbers. And that's why this podcast is so important. That's why this community is so important. That's why this work is so important. Thank you so much for being here. In the next episode, you're going to hear me talk with an amazing human within our Pups Abilities community. Her name is Mitra. We're going to talk about a ton of different topics within the animal advocacy world with a heavy emphasis on adoption and fostering. Mitra has experience with both of those things. And it's just a really amazing conversation of two animal advocate besties just having a great conversation conversation and learning from one another and inspiring one another and sharing our experiences so that we can open up each other's minds and and other people's minds listening in, right? So I hope that you enjoyed this episode. I am so happy that you're here and I cannot wait to continue bringing these episodes to you throughout season one. Come follow me on Instagram at Pupsability so that you can keep up to date with everything happening in real time. 